or whatever that means. Oh, that means I didn't even know you could do all this sort of stuff, mate. This is crazy. There you go. You're live on air. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> yeah, saying it's live. You're live. You can watch it in the replay. Don't, don't say anything rude. How are you going anyway? You're going well. Good. I um, just wanted to jump on, have a bit of a chat to you, totally non-real estate related. Um, you've helped me get through a few challenging times, whether it be business, personal, all that sort of stuff that goes around there. Uh, there's some interesting, time, interesting things happening in the world at the moment with the virus and stuff. Um, so I just sort of get some thoughts from you as to what you're telling people, how you're helping people to get through these times um, and any advice from, for people that are sort of going through some challenging mental times at the moment, most importantly. Yeah, sure. Well, what's interesting is a lot of my clients at the moment are actually quite calm. Um, they, they've done a lot of work on themselves and, and they're already sort of at that space where they're, yeah, they're self-aware enough to know that, that this isn't forever. So yeah. different conversations, depending on where they're at. Um, it's been an interesting time for me because I, I just spent a whole lot of time positioning my business in a certain space, which has now come to yeah. a good halt. So we're also yeah. going through a bit of a transition period and um, there's probably a, a week there was I was having a bit of a sulk going, you know, like I now <laughs> change and then, but also that's time to process. So I yeah. think it's just remembering that what, whatever goes on here, we're going to, we, it will pass, we'll come out the other side and it's, mm. and it's, I look at it, it's an opportunity to perhaps go and do and see some of those things in your life that you've been neglecting. And yep. it's really coming back to what you can control we, with so much of this is out of our control. And ultimately yep. when we, when we can, because when we can focus on what we can control, we take back our power to impact what's going on in our lives. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I think that you've done really well with me personally, getting me to that mind mindset and getting me to the me that mind frame. But I think that this current situation's hit a lot of people quite hard. You know, a yeah. lot of people were um, cruising rel relatively well. They had their structures, kids in schools, work life, all that sort of stuff, and everything was going swimmingly. And things have been completely flipped on their head. So obviously, knowing that this is going to pass is one thing, but how are you helping people that haven't been prepared for this sort of thing to get themselves into the mind frame where they can say, well, this is going to pass? And what are some of the things that you've been helping people do, whether it be physically or mentally, to get them through it? Yeah, sure. So, so I guess one of the things that people are finding at the moment is, is a real lack of certainty and mm. is it that, that you know, what's going to happen next and and there's a fair bit of fear around that and that's natural. So we all have different needs and some of us have more need for certainty than others, but ultimately mm. we all need an element of certainty in our lives yeah. to keep us grounded. And so at the moment it's like, well, where can you find that certainty? And, and it might be spending a bit of time thinking about, well, what, what are the, the, the places in my life where I know what I can get, where I can be supported and where I can have that, uh, interaction that's going to lift me up because there are certain areas of our life that should continue right and that's around self-care yeah. and I think one of yeah. the most neglected areas of self-care is that ability to reach out for help when things aren't going well and at the moment I'm just seeing a, a massive amount of outpouring of offering for help which is magic um, to me perhaps people don't see it but to me there's a lot of people who are already doing that and they're doing a lot of Help, helping more than they usually would. I think one of the yeah. things at the moment um, to find that certainty is allowing yourself to receive. 
and to, uh, can receive unconditionally from from people who are offering that help. And so, if at the if you know in your life the place where you find certainty is in and around exercise or routine or speaking to certain people, then they're the, they're the they're like the foundations to getting yourself back to a place to be able to move forward. So it's really yeah. making sure you're not neglecting those areas. For me, I've, I know when I'm rested that I do my best work. So even though at a time where there are certain things that I need to address, I still took six days off over the Easter weekend just to completely switch off so that when I came back and started working on Wednesday morning, I was recharged and ready to go. And that's, that's a yeah. big part. I've learned that the hard way in business that you can get burnt out if, well, I can get burnt out anyway if I keep going down a certain path. So, yeah, that's one of the areas that, that I've made sure I prioritise is to really get that rest. Yeah, and, like, what about people that, I guess, so they have their own business and obviously challenging times for majority of the business owners out there at the moment and, you know, it's easy to say, we'll take a bit of time off and go and rest, whereas there's people that have their own business and they're like, well, no, I've got to go harder now and I've really got to double down on sort of um, keeping the business alive, essentially. How do you mentally prepare someone to actually take some time off and what can people do if they decide to take a couple of days here or there to actually maybe wind down and really um, get to the point where they're actually enjoying themselves in that environment rather than sort of stressing about what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess part of it is, is like, what, what are you wanting to achieve longer term? Because right now, if you think about the rest, you get caught in the day-to-day and what needs to be done now. But if we go back to where you're trying to get with your business and what you're trying to achieve, you, you would know at any given time, like for you, you know, you miss a listing, um, you don't get the price you're after. They, they have an impact at the time, but in terms of your long-term vision, they don't have an impact. And I know if you're someone who's always had that long-term that long-term vision. So getting them clear on exactly what they're building towards is one thing, but it's also addressing what what are the triggers that come to you when when you having to step away from the busyness of all the things that you you have to get done. Because yeah. I think a lot of it, when we break it down, it's there's have to when there's, well, you know, depends on, on how you're looking at it. So I know one of the yeah. things we talked about was also empowering your staff to be making yeah. sure that they're getting the best out of themselves and you are allowing them to go and do that. And so I know that was one of the things you did, right? You, you took some time off one of your days a week where traditionally you would have just kept working through and you gave a leash. And sometimes that was a bit, oh, I'm not sure about this, but you gave <laughs> them that power and so if you've got staff, giving them that opportunity to see how they shine and, and give them an opportunity to do that, and, but also with providing them with some certainty as well. So if you're, if you're going to take some time off, maybe you do some yeah. certainty around what that means for you and what is the reality of that, like what's best case, what's worst case, knowing that the reality is going to be somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. For, for the certainty for you and then be able to pass on certainty for your staff around what that means when you've got that time off. And, and then it becomes easier for you to step away knowing that towards your big vision, you are going to need to take some time off or you're not going to be able to reach it anyway. Yeah, and that, that's, that's challenging for, I think, a lot of business owners. Like, okay, well, we're in the toughest times that we've ever seen and a lot of businesses, business owners have ever actually gone through, but actually pulling back and empowering your staff to say, hey, here's the reins, take on this, I actually do need to take a break. 
Um, and I guess the weekend that just passes is a good opportunity to do that. But even the weekend that's coming around Anzac Day is another good opportunity to do that. But I've known from taking what was that Friday off, which is uh, I never usually take off, and whether it be a half day or a quarter day or whatever it might be, and just sort of pulling back, diverting the phone, you come back a lot healthier the next couple of days after that, um, really refreshed and really, really energised. And I think that what I've found being a business owner is just about steadying the ship. Yeah, so like there's a lot of choppy waters happening at the moment. Like you've just got to be the steady ship right in the middle, controlling everything. Like it's easy when the waves are going in your direction, everyone's just on the ship and everyone's just riding it and things are going really, really well. But now things are going side to side. There's got to be someone manning that ship, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. It's like being able to be, um, whether it's that bird on the breeze, just continually adjusting to make sure that even in choppy waters, like you described, you can still keep that balance. And for the bird, it's staying up there gliding by just making minor adjustments instead of, okay, having a massive shift unless, of course, it's forced upon you. But even like for me, changing direction in my business, at first I felt like it was a massive shift, but when it comes down to it, I won't be doing anything different in terms of how I deliver. It's just going to be um, some minor alterations. It's just that initial... um, Shock. So I think the thing that comes up when when you look at any of those patterns, when we're stuck in that time when we're continually feeling like we have to be working, it's there's some sort of blockage there or or trauma that's happened that is fueling that desire to need to continue to work. And whether it's for me, it was a bit a lot about control and actually needing to be in control of everything, every minute, minute detail. It can be yep. a product of a pattern from a childhood of needing to continue to be productive and work hard, or if that's what's been drummed into you. Whatever that pattern is, there's, a, there's something there that needs to be released so that you can then be able to switch off with... There's one thing to switch off, but to be able to do it without the guilt and the shame yep. and, and the frustration is a different thing altogether too, right? Yeah, like you dug pretty deep into that for me early on, um, working out what was the, I guess, the underlying challenge or what was happening earlier on um, of my life in terms of what was holding me back with different things that was happening within the business. How does someone find that underlying, whether it be an issue or something that's happened in the past that's really um, potentially controlling what they do moving forward? Well, the first thing is acknowledgement, right? And, and often in life, we, we have things that come at us that trigger us and, and the initial reaction is to run and hide, right? That the, the flight or fight, we go, well, we're going to run. And, um, and I'm a big believer in, particularly those who've got children, it's not about shielding them from, from pain and challenges. It's actually exposing them to as many as that they, that they come across, but helping them mm. to guide them through those. And we're no different, right? So whatever the triggers that come up, when and you think about yourself and I ask you to step away and not do as many hours and give more power to your staff, whatever trigger comes up, that's that trigger is a gift for mm. us to go, oh, there's something to this. I need to actually do a, I need to be curious and investigate why am I being triggered by this? Why is this even a thing for me? And and yeah. at, at a really simple level, every time you go on to social media, if there's something there that you're reading from someone else, and you get outraged, the question is not about what the, the content is that's outraging you. It's like, well, why, why are you having that reaction and looking yeah. at what, what's going on for you? Because when you can start releasing whatever those things are, then um, yeah, life gets more enjoyable. 
<laughs> yeah, that self-awareness piece has been massive for me and I guess really understanding what the triggers are, you know, when this whole virus thing started to take off and um, I was heavily invested into social and reading a lot of articles just like everyone did. And then I, there was a day where I just realised, okay, well, this is super distracting and it's changing my mood and it's not allowing me to act the way that I want to act. And I've just completely reduced the social media time now. And I think the average time on my phone on a daily basis is down to about 25, 30 minutes for the whole day across yeah. several different platforms. So I think allowing myself to do that and really pull back from those platforms has allowed me, my mind to just open up a little bit more. Um, have you ever helped try, tried to help people get through that social media stuff? Or is that something that someone just needs to do individually? Uh, to me, it's it's an addiction no different to anything else. So yeah. Um, it's the new drug, right? Like you would have seen all the studies as it has the same impact on the brain as someone who's addicted to, to um, some sort of uh, illicit drug where it's like, you just need more, you need more, you need more because it keeps giving you that dopamine hit that is an upper, right? You all oh, that felt good. So I want a little bit more, a little bit more. But the only problem is, is that every time that you, that you um, check something and you get that little bit of hit, it, it's exhausting over a long yeah. period of time. We only have a certain amount of decision-making for the day. And every time you're scrolling your feed, you're making a million decisions, checking your email, you're making decisions. And there's only a certain amount of, of that dopamine we can release in a certain day before we get to that um, fatigue. And I know that one because I've, I've reached it before, like the adrenal fatigue, too much caffeine, too much um, decision-making because I was driven by those things. So it's the same thing. Yeah. What was causing that pattern? And for me, Interestingly, it was even though I was in an office and I was with a whole lot of people, it was feeling of disconnection. And yep. wherever that disconnection was, that's the bit that I needed to address. So if, if it's around phone addiction, yeah, I've, I've helped people with, with different elements of that, um, but mainly with like more broadly. Okay, well, what's going, not broadly in terms of an addiction, but more specific for you of what, what's going on for you that's, what's causing that? And yeah. sometimes it's not even about what's causing it. It's like shift, creating a shift and changing language around it to help people move forward. But there is an, an acknowledgement as the first point of, yeah, well, this is going on for me. And then we can actually do the work. But until you admit that it's something, well, then it will forever be a problem. Yeah. So I guess the common theme that I'm picking out of all of this, it's really talking about um, self-awareness and actually being aware of a lot of your actions in terms of what you're doing. Um, and especially with all the noise that's happening at the moment, I think there's no better time to actually look inside yourself and see exactly the way that life's working at the moment, what's challenging you at the moment. And I think now's probably a good time to do it where we're all at home. We've probably got a little bit more time to do that. I mean, the reason why I brought up the social media piece is because everyone is on their phones more now than ever. Now we don't see that because we don't see a lot of people anymore, but we've been trained to have to go down this path around Zooms and chats like the ones that we're doing now. So our phone is in our hand more than ever, but what I'm finding is it's a lot more distracting now than ever. So I guess trying to get yourself out of that. Yeah, I think I think the key thing is, is just having boundaries. So um, to me, like one of the phrases, like of all of the stuff that's going on at the moment, one of the phrases that I'm, that's triggering me is this um, social distancing. It's not social distancing, it's physical distancing, but not, not social, that you still have that opportunity to connect. And so the phone is yeah. a useful tool for doing that, having that connection, but it's no different to anything else. You don't, like on, on a work week, right? You don't spend, you, you don't get up in the morning. Most people, they're not getting up <laughs> at work, yeah. having a beer for breakfast, 
or yeah. whatever else, whatever their vice is, then they're not having, you know, they're not they're not doing that all the time. So it's having boundaries. Well, this is my time and space for doing that, and saying, okay, first thing in the morning, I'm going to check it. What's anything I missed from the night before? So for me, that's a key one because I'm trying to switch off in the evening, and then yeah. I'm not doing all the time. I admit. Um, the next morning, I'm going, okay, what have I missed the night before? What messages have I missed? Get back to people, then then yeah. go do a chunk of work and then at lunchtime I'm connecting back in. But again, that's me knowing me. I get fueled from that connection. I get fueled from uh, the, you know, conversation with people because that's, I'm an, as an extrovert, then, then that's a really important thing. thing. So it's like you said, self-awareness is so important and it's not about there's one size fits all. It's about, pardon me, what fits for the individual and that's, that's really part of the way forward so yeah being aware of self being curious about what's going on and what's come up for you in this time um, yeah. i will say that what this this whole situation has allowed us it's really shone a light on the elements of our life that we don't love but it's also being able to shine a light on all the areas that we do as well and it's really focusing on those areas that are going to be of most benefit for us at the moment yeah, it's that, it goes back to that gratitude piece that I've now mentioned this to you before and a couple of other people where it's like, you know, for me after the gym, which is first thing in the morning, it's like, what are the three things that I'm grateful for? And I implemented that, I think, um, middle of last year. And last year, the market was great in terms of real estate perspective. Everything was going swimmingly. But now, more than ever, that list has become even more important, where it's just like, you know, there's all this noise going on. There's a ton of challenging things from a real estate perspective. But what are the actual good things that are happening at the moment and I think as you've said and what I've mentioned to a lot of people and what people have mentioned to me is that they're whilst they're at home a lot more they're getting rid of the things that they don't need I was having a chat to a client he's like I've got all these cars and all these things that I didn't actually don't actually need right now I can't even use them firstly I've realized because I haven't used them I'm actually going to get rid of them so there's a lot of good things coming out of this it's like appreciating the stuff that you've already got and getting rid of the stuff that you don't have right yeah, yeah. I'll tell you an interesting one for me is um, I don't watch a heap of TV, but I've watched a bit in the last week. And I've come <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of miss this. Well, I, I, yeah. I, probably, I probably went too far the other way. Like I, I was like, you know, that's just distracting and all those sort of things, which it is. Um, but I guess there's a void there left from uh, sport stopping, which is was a big thing for me. So, and I was like, oh, cool. And I watched some some pretty uh, some pretty cool shows that uh, had me either laughing or or yeah, or learning or whatever it was. So yeah, it's been good in that sense. Yeah, good to hear. Well, look, I think I'm doing certain things on my end as well, where I was like, oh, I would never usually do that, where it would be, you know, finishing up a little bit earlier and all that stuff, and that was un unheard of, but it's been really good. We've got you know, Mason, my son, at home, and he's oblivious to this whole thing that's happening, right? Like, no idea what's going on. So he's the same mood every single time we get home. So he's allowing us to, I guess, get through this period, and yeah, it's just yeah. been cool to see a lot more people out walking on the street, you know, yes. a lot more interaction. And as you said, it's it's a good way to put it physical distancing. It's not actually social distancing. So um, what I've been driving with my team and the people that I know is it's more about picking up the phone now more than ever, having these sorts of chats and the reason why I wanted to get you on because I think there's a lot of people that um, they call it social distancing, but everyone's physically disconnected a lot. They're trying to bring people back in and connecting with people, right? Yeah, and what, what it will do is give us an appreciation of how important that physical contact is. And we, we all know what a difference it is when you're in the same room with someone. So yeah. it's appreciating the time we have now to connect at a different um, level. And, and what like I heard someone describe the other day, we're, for, for those of us that have got teenage children, um, 
we're having a glimpse into their world and finding how important that is for them. Yeah. So we're we're settling into that, but for them, particularly for for one of mine, he's like, I'm really missing that physical connection and getting out there and and being active. So um, yeah, like I said, it's shining a light on the things that we love, but it's also shining a light on perhaps some parts of our life that um, are less than perfect and we need to address. Yeah, definitely. Um, so just to finish off, one thing I wanted to ask you, which I've been asking a lot of people, and it's a bit of a weird question for some, but what's the one thing that you're really loving at the moment, especially with everything that's happening? Well, it's an easy one for me. So I'm an extrovert, often working at home on my own, and I've got a office now with people in it. So I've got two other <laughs> staff members and, uh, and people in the lunchroom, and, oh, it's magic. So I'm, I'm yeah. finding oh, that's, mate, that's bliss for me, and we've actually become so much um, closer it was interesting watching like the kids started working from home at first and there was a little bit of um you know you know a little bit of teething but we'd done that a bit because they're home in the afternoon when i'm working yeah. and then when yeah. kate started working from home as well that sort of added a new dynamic dynamic <laughs> few different triggers to work through but, it, but it's meant that we've had time and space to address them in the past perhaps we've been yeah. too busy so i'm finding that we're we're more connected than we have been maybe ever um yeah going through this so yeah i'm loving that we actually went for a long walk on the weekend and at one point we're like the world's slowed down there's less cars yeah. I'm not sure if we were ready for this to end just yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that i've had i've been talking to a few people just checking in and like well, we've realized how much we actually love living here but we've also realized how much we hate how busy everything is yes. and how much we actually enjoy the slower paced life and everything that's going on. So I think, don't get me wrong, it was a big shock for a lot of people when it first kicked in, but I feel yeah. like a lot, majority of people have settled in that, to say to themselves, like, this is the norm now, and this is probably going to be the norm for maybe six to 12 months, potentially, and we're just going to work out a way to sort of get by, essentially, or, or you know, really embrace it and really enjoy it, right? Yeah, I mean, it could be six weeks, but we just don't know, and I think that's the thing. It's like it's not getting too attached to, to a time frame because that can create yeah. anxiety around that. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe just me, but I can't see it going for six to 12 months. So I just, we're not going to take that, are we? Like, seriously. I've, I've, mentally, I've mentally prepared myself for the work. People are already getting edgy and going, like, I saw I saw something the other day when, um, you know, we, we can't go and exercise or take kids to the playground, but we can walk through a shopping centre and there's people everywhere and we're touching food. Yeah. And like, it, does, it just doesn't come. Anyway, that's, just, that's another, yeah. another trigger for Definitely. me to address. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave you with that one. Well, look, um, thanks so much for, for joining us, mate. Look, if anyone's listening and they want to get in touch with Ian, I've tagged him in the um in the post that we put up and um, they can find you anywhere. So thank you for um, everything that you've done with both myself and, and the business. And, um, yeah, hopefully we don't have to have too many more of these chats, but we might get you on again just to share um, what you're helping the people do just to get by. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Thank you. I appreciate the time to chat. No worries. Catch you, man. See you, Josh.